Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Rod, turn that off. You're playing audio. We're not allowed to play. It's accessible everywhere. Okay, put it on pause for Christ's sake. What are you thinking? We're uh, brought to you by Extend. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. God, that was so annoying. I don't know why I was so annoyed with you, but I was. You do get very annoyed. That was just like the most annoying thing ever because I thought you would be annoyed, so why would you do that? Mm. I'm still pissed at you for what you said about it. I, I hate it when you make me out to be a bad guy. You know I'm not a bad guy. Stop telling people I'm a bad person. That's exactly what a bad guy... Who, I'm not a who bad has guy. A I have the best of intentions. Who has a different reputation. I think a lot of bad guys oh, have good intentions. That's, that's not true. I have to promote that we're doing the podcast now. Because we're doing the podcast early. We're doing and it every time, Every time... What'd you say? Go we, ahead. We, okay. Keep going. I, just, I have to promote it. We're doing the podcast now because we have to do it early. Um, but I have to always reinstall Twitter because I wanted to turn it off because I, I thought I was staring at it too mm-hmm. much. And What, just on your phone at well, home? Yeah. You mean? I, I, like, I, when I'm with my kids, like I re- like you know, I'm sitting there and i got to practice what I preach. If I'm sitting here going, Twitter's not real, Twitter's not real, people, you Twitter, Twitter's not real. It's like, okay, well, then practice what you preach and get rid of it and stop staring at it all the time. You know who has to get rid of Twitter all the time? Who? Bad guys. That's one thing that is known. But bad guys, the worst. No, I'm doing it for the best reason. I want to spend time and, like, pay attention to my children. All right, delete, delete. There it goes. All right, what are we going to talk about? Oh, the Cavs unveiling. Yeah, yeah, the Cavs unveiled uh, their new logo. But what happens is now in just graphic design – and how every team does their marketing. There is yeah. no one logo. You have your name. You have your your your. It's your primary, your secondary. You have what goes on in jersey up top. You have what goes on the 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 shorts, and just in all your your literature. What I think they do is and your marketing. Like you you said, let's like uh, you showed me their new logo. They just unveiled it. Mm-hmm. And the one is like a V. It's the basketball. Yeah, so basketball going to the net like the old style. So, so have their shield and crest shield, or whatever. Yeah, shield, that's one. You got the C, that's two. Yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers script. That's just the font and okay. everything. Hey, put that, that, that mic in count. front of your mouth. 
What? Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. That doesn't count. And then you got the Cavs and Cavs. Okay, so that's five. You got five different ones. See, what they do is they unveil them all, basically, and then people are like, I like this one. I like that one. I like this one. And so they can bury a couple. So that's how it works. They they probably show their best ones. I mean, there is the V for Villanova. Okay. There is that's the V. fine. It's fine. Stop. Uh, I just, just pick it and go. Just pick one and stick with it. I don't need to do... A new unveil every... You don't need to be fresh every year. I think you water down your own product if you do that. How many different... It's wine and gold. There's not that many different combinations you can do. There's a ton, but don't be mixing in new colors and all the other stuff. I get that there's... There are deals you have to make with Nike because you're an NBA franchise. I get that. Christmas Day jerseys and stuff like that. I totally understand that. But when you were sitting there going, well, you know, when Nike gets involved, I'm like, I don't know if I really want Nike involved, okay? Because mm-hmm. every time we get Nike involved, there's also, well, here we go, like we have with the with the Browns, mm-hmm. where we talked ourselves into liking those jerseys at first, but we didn't. We didn't. I talked myself into it, and I didn't. And they were just so we different. You're... They weren't that good because there's oh, the thing. I about don't disagree. The, but... the thing about this jersey that the Browns have now and that the Browns previously had because the same jersey, basically the same jersey. It's there's been a couple the changes, jersey for... Is there's only so much you can do. This is why I defend Brown and Orange because Pittsburgh fans, and it's not even Steelers fans in Pennsylvania, and it's not even Steelers fans in Youngstown. I come from Canton, and there are a lot of Steelers fans in there, and they wear that crap everywhere because black and gold, at least black can go with everything so they just assume it goes everywhere and that's why i make the joke like i've seen him at graduation parties i've seen guys in carnell lake jerseys at graduation parties at graduations Mm -hmm. for crying out loud like they think that that's normal and it's not normal but brown stuff you wear only to game day it's a browns day this is what you wear like a little bit of orange here and there if you're just wearing an orange t-shirt no big deal i like that they've gone primarily orange in their color scheme that's great love the orange do it do more of it even though some people say, well, you guys look like you're all deer hunting. I don't care. It's still good. Well, everything. You could do that with any color. You could. Yeah. You can but, make that criticism with I'm any color that's with, out there. I'm fine with people wear orange and brown because it's game day. And that's – it keeps everything specific yeah. and, it, and it makes it an identity. When you have too many colors and too many different things, it's like, what is it? What do you stand for? Yeah, you go to a Cavs game, even during the second LeBron era, and it was all the free gear that people would get for the playoffs the first time around – and those people went away from basketball for four years, then came back because they had enough money to get those season tickets because they were so expensive, and they were wearing stuff from different eras. And then you saw people wearing stuff from the late 80s. And now, I don't know, what you, what are you supposed to do? So this is going to be interesting because the Cavs are good now, and we think they're going to be good for the next decade, or certainly at least five years. Mm-hmm. We should be smarter about how quickly things can come to an end. But for five years at least, as long as Evan Mobley and Darius Garland are here, you're going to be a good team. Maybe that is why, now that they know they're good, time to pounce on a rebrand and time to forge a new identity. When LeBron was drafted by the Cavs, if I'm not mistaken, that's when they went back to the wine and gold. When LeBron came back, the first time. The, okay. When he was drafted, I'm yeah. sorry. When he was drafted. Yes. So they realized, hey, this is a new era. We've seen enough. He's unbelievable. Our new era is going to coincide with this team taking off, and boy, did it. It yeah. worked out. So I get the methodology here. We are going to rebrand. We're going to take off. We are going to be a team that is going to make the playoffs this year, and and here we go. Just stick with it for a while, okay? 
Just stick with it. Because before, when they didn't have a good team, and it's like, we have new jerseys. Like, when, when Dan Gilbert sent out that joke tweet, it should be alarming to the Cavs that so many people took him seriously about those jerseys. Because that means they've changed their jerseys so much that when he sent out that tweet, it was believable. <laughs> you remember the joke tweet with the different kinds of jerseys? And people yes. were freaking out that day. And I'm like, that's where you know you have way too many different styles. Mm-hmm. Way too many. And you don't, when you stand for too many things, you stand for nothing. You do. All that stuff. That's true, though. It's absolutely true. It's marketing 101. It is. And I'll tell you this. And I'll tell you, like, it, we've all, it, tastes change over time. Like, my favorite color is black. Uh, which is an absence of color. I get that, all you smart asses out there. And there was a, like, college football did this a lot. Pros because, pros because of their agreements couldn't do it as much. College football did this a ton. Adding black to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there were just some things it's just, that you... It's just merchandising. Like, black Eagles jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I look back on that now and I'm like... Ooh. And everyone's like, this is so cool. This is awesome yeah, when it like, first starts. Man, like we went through it. We went through a phase, and I loved all of them. And now I look back and I'm like, uh. And I, I made that argument today, and you guys Kenny. didn't like it. You guys didn't like what I said because remember I said Georgia. I wish Georgia had black helmets and the Falcons had red helmets, which mm-hmm. is odd. And Owen's like, it'd just be like Glenville's helmets, and I'm like, yeah, but I like Glenville's helmets better than I like the University of Georgia's helmets. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's like you guys both disagreed with me. About black helmets. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I really like the Falcons with the red. Because oh, that's when I started yeah. watching football. That's, collecting I'm, talking cards. Georgia. I'm talking about the oh, University okay, of Georgia. Okay. With I'm the sorry. Black helmet. Georgia, I, you know, Ohio State, I went to a game, and I can't remember. Well, there'll be 100 people. The, the freaks will know exactly which game. But I went to a Saturday night game, prime time, a few years ago. And it was, a, it was probably against Penn State, but it was a blackout. Ohio State yeah. with a blackout. And I know why they're doing it. I totally understand. It's not lost on me. I'm not being the old man yelling. I'm not. I understand why they're doing it. But when you start changing Ohio State uniforms for the game, Michigan, that that to me was not cool. And now all of a sudden we're doing blackouts. And did it look cool? Sure, for a quarter. Then I'm like, can I just have my can I just have my awesome Ohio State uniforms back? Can I just can I just can I just not stop? Is this getting recruits? Really? This is what we need to do to get recruits? But they'll tell you, yes, it's all about being cool. Now it's just about having the most money. I don't think it's going to be about uniforms. It would be funny if we just go back to one uniform for every team because they realize, oh, it wasn't about the uniforms or the amazing Woody Hayes Athletic Center, the waterfalls and the world championship putt-putt course or the miniature golf course. No, it wasn't about any of that. It was about uh, how much money can I have? Be great if all the resources get pared down, mm-hmm. and they actually give that to the debate team. The debate team gets the waterfalls. The NFL team, uh, the college football team, we just get the money. Clemson just give it the money. A, like it was funny. I, I, no, I, I, no, no, I know I know you want. Oh, going. you go okay. Yeah. Um, four years ago, Clemson has a slide. They have this big slide Whee! in their football facility. No, yeah, well, no, they got money. And Michael Dean Perry will tell you, I could add both. We just didn't have a slide. I had plenty of allegedly, (laughs) allegedly on that team. Mm -hmm. But no, I I I agree with you, and I think a lot of other people would. It's like, I but I think there's plenty. uh, I think there's plenty of programs. I'm not trying to get too too deep into this. but there's plenty of programs. We'll just give them both. LSU has kick-ass locker rooms that they basically redesign every year, and they'll give you a bunch of money. Yeah. Which, by the way, Mm -hmm. did you see Jimbo and uh, Saban part D? So I thought there really wasn't one. They basically said we're done with this. Well, no, Saban. Saban did his press conference again, 
Well, it wasn't SEC Media Days, was it? No, what no, was? they're not there oh, yet. Not that close yeah. yet. So, God, I, lo- I love Media Days. And I don't even pay that close of attention. I just It's just like, all right, college football's coming. Here right. we go. Um, It's not even that. It's just the thought of Saban went back and kind of said, like, I shouldn't have mentioned. He basically said I shouldn't have mentioned anybody by name, which he shouldn't have. Um, he's not wrong. And I do, and I, you know, there are plenty of people who, guys, he's not talking to Jimbo Fisher. Well, he mentions Texas A&M specifically. I don't care. All right, I, I totally understand why Jimbo Fisher's really pissed. It's not that. I understand that he was talking to his own booster group. I get that too, but you can't, you can say we need this, this, and this because you're Nick Saban. You don't need to use Texas A&M. You don't need to use Deion Sanders or anything like that. But it's, it's, it's blowing over. And and you know we're getting ready because they realized football. eventually they got to play games. These guys are not man. Lane Kiffin he didn't care. Like he is gonna. He's basically Baker Mayfield. He's Steve to, Spurrier. To this oh, you know what? That's even better. Yeah, he's he is. He's Steve Spurrier, and that's part of the fun. Like you could tell, Kiffin is aware now. He's made his mistakes. Yeah. He's probably gonna make more mistakes. Yeah. How do you not in that world and just the way that he's aggressive and the way he thinks, and he's not afraid to put him out there. Uh, I, I love I love how he approaches it, but can you do that at Alabama? Like Lane needs to do that at the schools that he's been yeah. at. Nick Saban at this stage of his career does not need this. He probably feels a little embarrassed because I, I bet you some people between the two have called him. Because I know right now Jimbo's not going to field that call. But the way that it works, I mean, grown adults, mm-hmm. there have been some inter- intermediaries. And I bet you, honestly, a moment of truth, I know you have to keep up your appearances. I bet you Nick Saban, basically everyone's told him, Nick, you you were wrong here. He probably feels embarrassed. I'm more forgiving of words than I am of actions. Uh, and, and there, you know, there is some gravitas there. But, and I think you're right. And, again, it's who says them at, at certain times we want to believe or disbelieve others. Uh, but I think you're right about what you just said. Like, there's like, ah, that's beneath you. To do These that. guys are going to shake hands, honestly. They're going to shake hands. They are going to, they're going to compete against each other. Is it in October? Uh, and yes, it'll be a great week. It'll be a fiery week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an October awesome buildup. The ratings are going to be incredible, unless like unless one of them craps the bed before that and they're just not good. But the ratings will still be enormous. Yeah. And I bet you they are going to appear on the set at 10 a.m. for an 8 o'clock kickoff, and they're going to be on game day together, and they're going to shake hands. And they're going to have fun, and, and, and they'll get this out of their system, which will suck because you want them to hate each other. You want them to, to, to just continue the trash talk. But I just think both of them in the end are adults. Well, if you're – okay, I know Greg Sankey had to go out there and admonish everybody. Yeah. There is part of this where, hey, this is a television show. Mm-hmm. And I go, hey, guys, you guys can hit, sh- hug and shake at the end. Oh, keep the build up? Yeah. It would be cool. I don't want we'll – love Because I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Big Ten country. If that's uh, – not, I think it's TBA to start, de- to start mm-hmm. time for that game right now. Right now, I still think yeah. it is. I am. I'm hoping it's going to be three thirty CBS, three twenty seven. I'm turning it over to CBS. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the. I'm probably at three o'clock because I don't want to miss a moment of the lead up. They do really good CBS college football. They do. I'm so disappointed that they're picking ESPN because CBS college football is the best production of the weekend. Yes, it's better than any of yes. the others NFL. It's better than any of the others college. They got one game. I know CBS Sports Network has like the sun, like and the Sun Belt. That one game is a but, celebration. But that one game, they pour everything into it. You can tell it's so well produced. It's so well done. Brad Nestler's good. Uh, 
It was Vern. Yeah, yeah but now but it's, no, no. no. I, I'm thinking of who's come Gary, on. Daniel. Gary Danielson. Gary Danielson's good. Tra- uh, Tracy Wolfson, who's no longer on that sideline. Now it's Jamie Erdahl. Before yeah. it was Ali LaForce, yeah. and now it's Jamie Erdahl who does a great job. Uh, it's it's a great presentation. And the games almost always live up yeah. to the buildup. They they don't seem to be the blowouts that you get in college football. It's almost like, oh, the referees in cahoots is yeah. the SEC cahoots. But it's those good. games are always good games. Yep. In the, Going in, the sun has 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 set in the south and yep. it is still nice weather down there. But getting a little crisp in the fall and the fans are so great down it's, there. It's, it is awesome. They've been always lubed a, up just enough. Yeah, it's oh, always yeah. an atmosphere that I become jealous of that I want to be at. It's always and something. each SEC. Sorry, Ken. Each SEC school has a has a different tradition. Yeah. I love the Big Ten, and I love that they just cram them in. It's a hundred thousand for all these different teams: Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State. But you don't have the differences in the people. Those might as well be different countries. Yeah. Each one of those states have so, and those, those different teams have so many different traditions. And God, I hate the SEC, but I love the. You could tell. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I hate. The fandom down there, but I love it. I love that they have their different, their different types of marching bands. They're different types of cheers. They're different types of women at every single one of those yeah. places. The different types of fraternities that show up to the games. Like it just is very cool. It it is. It really is cool. They, I what they do in the certain different traditions, like what the Big Ten has. Like if you look at the Big Ten West, like everybody has a trophy game, but that's about it. And then there's certain places where like I, it's just the thing to do. It's just the thing to be at in in college football when it comes to the SEC. Like there's not many big cities. Like Austin's a big city. Like they'll be in the SEC soon. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like you know you kind of lump them in. And Oklahoma feels like an oh, SEC. Yeah, they do. But like I, I you like you look at Columbus. Now Columbus is totally 100 percent committed to the Ohio State Buckeyes. But Minnesota plays in Minneapolis, and Minneapolis is very Vikings. Yeah. Hockey, mm-hmm. well, it's then a professional Gophers. sports town, and, yeah, and, and, and the yeah, but team. and that's true, and it's like, man, Columbus is almost has a million people, and they will by the next census, and Minneapolis is this huge, mm-hmm. thriving this place, big. and it's like, man, if it weren't so cold up there, or <laughs> there was just a difference, boy, it could be this, you could be sitting on a monster in Minnesota, but there, it ju- there is a bit of a difference where I think you just said it, ours are just built on. Hundred thousand seat stadiums, Midwest, yeah, Midwest with minor differences. You know, Ohio State. I don't think Ohio State's that rowdy of a crowd. I think they're very, very passionate. I don't think they're that rowdy. I think if you want rowdy, you go to Madison. Oh yeah, you Wisconsin's okay. a different. And Penn State. Penn State's an awesome, especially the whiteout. Yeah, is an awesome. It is funny that Penn State fans all agree that for the whiteout games, they're going to get crazier. Yeah. Like you'd almost think, why wouldn't you want to get crazy? Every week, but I'll give it to them. That is arguably the best atmosphere for a night game. It's a whiteout. It's always a big game. They're always playing the role of spoiler. Yeah. Even though they're good, I know they don't want to be seen as playing the role of spoiler. They want to be the team that everybody's trying to gun for, but nobody wants to play at that place. Even though Ohio State actually has a really good record against them in whiteouts and night true. games. Michigan State, I'd say they have a tremendous bug on their ass because they, I think they hate <laughs> Ohio they, State, and I certainly, obviously, they hate Michigan. Then they paid Mel Tucker more than anybody. And they paid Mel Tucker more than anybody. And that's When you're willing to pay a coach $90 million or $95 million before any of the other coaches do in the Big Ten, that's how much you know you hate the rest of the teams in the Big Ten. That's mm-hmm. kind of why I've always kind of had a soft spot for Michigan State because I know they hate everybody. That's the little brother mentality, yes, right? They, they're, they're pissed and they, they hate everybody else. Michigan, you got your wine and your cheese. 
Yeah. Purdue, you've been to Purdue. It's it's Purdue, Northwestern. Still awesome. Awesome experience, but the football game is secondary yeah. to the party. The really? part is, they, never, is that a public university? They do yeah, they do the public the uh, public. They do the um I think it's public. They do the breakfast club before the game every week. It's not just one week. They dress up in Halloween costumes at six AM every home game. Every single one. Every home game. Do you have to come up with a different costume? Uh, you know, that I don't know, but it is awesome. I would spend a season going as different characters from the Big Lebowski. Uh, yeah. I think that'd be rather easy to do. Yeah, and, and hell yeah. Pull off. And it, like, there'd be a couple of good characters. Like, I always like the Lebowski do, Fest. The, uh, the man of the, those guys who go as the man in the black pajamas and stuff like that. Okay, I'll just never forget the Breakfast Club. It's 6 a.m., two carloads. I know I've told the story on the air. We go there. It's Long Island Ice Teas in the Harry's Cup, place Ooh. called Harry's, I think. And uh, you get the refills for like a dollar. Whatever, and I was the only one of all my buddies to, that that had come in that had made it to the game, and they missed one of the great ones of all wow. time. That's the right, the Holy Buckeye. Holy Buckeye. They missed it. My buddy Justin sitting at home. He's the the Twitter czar. I told you about. Yeah. He goes, "Did we win?" I go, "Holy, did we win?" Oh my god! Like imagine, imagine being passed out and going like imagine going. Did we win the football game that we came here for? I think it's cool that you're the only guy who got to see it, though. Well, That's part of the fun of it, that you're the one who saw it and everybody else was passed out. I've been to Indiana. Yeah, um, they were Bloomington's on, beautiful. It is, but they were waiting on basketball yeah. season. I mean, they were. Uh, it was It was a, wasn't a letdown. It was just like, man, this is a basketball school, and they don't give a no. damn about football. Although, they, you know, there's been a nice uptick the last eight years. There has. Uh, they've recruited better, but they, basketball's their thing. They... You, the pressure cooker's on all year round in basketball. They don't give a damn about football. Which did you ever? Did I ever tell you my theory? Did I ever tell you this on on the podcast about my theory about high school football? Mm-hmm. Vince McKee, I wrote him a very lengthy reply. The author, Vince, the author on high school football, and my theory about it, and how how things move east to west in the Midwest, and why high school football is bigger here and in Western Pennsylvania. Than it is in Indiana, Illinois, Illinois, everything else like there. Like it's, it's like, why does it stop Iowa. at Ohio? And there's good, but there's good players in, in Michigan. And I go, well, it's easy. I go, there's a lot of factories around here, and, and and the farmland in Ohio. Like obviously, there's ample farmland here, but look where the factories are. So you have these groups of people that there's factories, and the factories are owned by basically the same company. In in, in their different realms of what they do, whether it be steel, whether it be textile, whatever. And when they're owned by the same company, you have people who, who go from, from steel mill to steel mill, and you have rivalries that are created. And so there's more people when they're working in manufacturing jobs in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, and so on and so forth. Those become really big rivalries because you have time to play high school football. My whole theory was why it's big in Indiana and not like there's still some basketball schools in Ohio. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But why it's much bigger in Indiana is because fall is harvest time. They need hands during harvest time. So you don't really get to do all the things you can do. Now, Did you come event- up with this on your own or have yeah. you heard this? Oh, I know. I, I thought of this on my own. I think I this, of this, this, all on my own. this almost sounds too good because, as of a theory. Well, you look at where you, I, I thought hunting season. Hunting season in Ohio is in December. Because you can't go out and hunt when you're harvesting. And it's probably the same way in the other states that are in the area. Maybe I'm wrong, okay? 
hunting season's in December, right after Thanksgiving, because now you have time, the crops have finally, the yield's been brought in and everything, and you're starting to put away some of the stuff for the winter. And so then you can go hunt. And I looked at it the same way. You have, you have, think about this. In Ohio, Cleveland, Youngstown, Akron, Dayton, Cincinnati, Columbus, Canton, Toledo. Okay, I'm probably missing a couple. That's eight right off the top of my head. That's eight I can think of off the top of my head. Towns that had manufacturing jobs, that had big companies in them, that a lot of people work big municipal school districts with a lot of suburbs around them. Mm -hmm. A lot of suburbs, right? In Indiana, you have Anderson and Gary, but Gary's really Chicagoland. Yeah, yeah, it is. You have Anderson, you have Indianapolis, you have Fort Wayne, and a couple of other places. But South South Bend is... Evanston, that's that's kind of the um, what do Southwest, they call it? South, South. It's uh the 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 like Michiana. That's another name yeah. for it because it's right there on that border there. Kentuckyana. That's what okay. that is. And so you don't have as many of those really big industrial towns. So you have a lot of farm communities. The farm communities are smaller. So you have these smaller towns with smaller schools. You don't have these big schools with a with 500 kid graduation classes even back in the day. You have a lot of very small communities that have their own little tax things, their own little things. They have less things. So you have more kids that you need during the fall to harvest. And then fo- football requires a lot of players. Basketball, you can play with five. And your town can play against the next town in high, high school basketball and play with five. And so it's easier to do... In a farming community in Indiana. And this mm. even goes to the years, and I'll get even deeper with it, this comes to soy and corn and all the other things. There's different times where you harvest some of these crops. And so when you harvest some of these crops, it becomes easier to play in winter, so you, mm. you gravitate towards basketball. It's the same thing with wrestling in Iowa. It's the same thing with girls basketball in Iowa. All that other stuff, it's right there for you. Yeah, my uh, my aunt. Sorry about the weird history. No, no, and unfortunately, I, I have my thing that I got to go to. Yeah. But uh, my aunt that grew up in Illinois, she would always talk about the big basketball matchups. I guess what Springfield versus Shelbyville, uh, they would go at it, and it was ugly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 